Just kidding. Not going to be rapping today on the podcast, although I am compelled to do so uh, with my man. My man. Spoiler alert. Chris Noble, my boy, gets voted off a survivor and drops what is the opposite of hot, uh, <laughs> the opposite of a hot rap video. Uh, if you haven't checked this thing out, it's everybody. It's what everybody's talking about. You know, uh, I love the idea of Survivor Firsts, and uh, this is definitely a Survivor First. How about the person who gets voted off of the show uh, drops a new rap uh, music video uh, upon upon his entrance into Ponderosa? Just. I'm pretty sure I can say with confidence that's never been done before. So kudos to you, Chris. You're in the Survivor History books. But, dude, if you have not checked this thing out, let me get started. I'm Let me backtrack. My name's Tom Santilli, by the way. Uh, thanks for listening. This is the Film Survivor Podcast. I'm just so excited this week. We had the merge episode of uh, Survivor Ghost Island, episode 8. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I do have an exit interview coming up with Chris Noble who was voted off uh, of the show last night in grand style and uh, became the first member of the uh, the jury this season. But um, if you don't know, I, I, I'm talking about this all the time when it gets to this point of the year, but uh, the Ponderosa videos are something that you need to be watching. Uh, they are online. You can go to the YouTube channel for uh, Survivor on CBS. You can also just go to like cbs.com slash Survivor and you can find the content. But uh, if you don't know what Ponderosa is, Ponderosa is the name of the place. Uh, it's kind of like a little paradise place where there was a you know beach and activities and all the food that they could want. But it's uh, it's where the jury stays uh, during the rest of the game. Uh, that's where they are in between the tribal councils. And each week, uh, each person who gets voted off gets their own little Ponderosa video. So you get to see them just you know literally seconds after they're voted off the game the the ponderosa video picks up and you kind of get to get this this whole other feel of the game and you know then it goes into their experiences at ponderosa and as people get voted off you kind of see them talking about the game and and it kind of can inform you as to where the jury is and what they're thinking uh you know as we get uh on and on and towards the finale which is uh just over a month away we're already eight episodes in, and usually there's about 13 episodes. That means we got about five more weeks left of Survivor till uh, we're in the summer and through Ghost Island. So, yeah, but uh, check out these Ponderosa videos. The very first one, of course, uh, uh, came out uh, just moments after the show aired last night on the East Coast. The Ponderosa video came out, and as part of it, uh, as it has been hinted and as we've seen Chris on the show, uh, they actually produced a rap video. Uh, with Chris, who wrote uh, and, and is rapping about his experiences in the game of Survivor. Just hilarious, unbelievable to watch. And uh, <laughs> as Corinne, uh, former Survivor Corinne uh, Kaplan, as she, as she said on Twitter so elegantly, uh, while Chris will never be laid uh, ever again. And that could be true once you watch this uh, music video. So anyway, uh, check it out. But of course, check it out after listening to this podcast, or pause it and come back. Whatever, that's cool. I understand you. I got your, you know, interest peaked. So go check out Chris's rap video. But anyway, uh, we're gonna get all into it, man. The uh, the entire Chris Dom thing came to a head. Uh, that was kind of the major storyline this entire season was the the alpha male rivalry, if you will, between Dom and Chris. It's been building. Uh, Dom has kind of struck everybody and has been portrayed more. As the more dangerous player, 
and he definitely was. He came out on top of this battle. You know, Chris was a worthy character, though. I mean, this guy, uh, Jeff Probst even said it in an interview today, uh, you know, this guy gave the show everything that you could ask for. Uh, he was a, a good character. The, the kind of, you know, funny to me, he's the, the, the ideal, you know, the, the uh, what's that word, the cliched, you know, you know, model who, you know, the, he's the clueless model who tries to convince everybody that he's not just a clueless model, <laughs> you know, but uh, he's just, he was a good character on the show, but he was too much of a leader. He just wasn't able to kind of uh, bottle up that uh, natural, like, assertiveness, and it cost him in the end. Uh, the show really threw him a lifeline. Uh, he he uh, had the luck behind him, the survivor gods, you know, he sits down at the chair at the at the merge feast that has a secret clue hidden in the buff. Uh, it tempts him to sneak off to Ghost Island, which he, he does. He pulls it off. He gets out without anybody seeing him, or at least we don't think anybody's seeing him. I'm going to ask him about that when I talk to him here shortly. But uh, then he goes to Ghost Island, and he gets JT's famed cursed idol, the one that he left and didn't even bring to Tribal Council back at Game Changers season, uh, and then was promptly voted out with the idol back at camp. It was a classic move of, you know, just self, you know, unawareness and, and overconfidence, uh, some ego thrown into there, uh, but that was the cursed necklace that Chris gets, and then uh, he was given the choice, which I kind of thought was cool. By the way, Ghost Island, I've been kind of ragging on Ghost Island. I loved how it played into this episode, and if we're going to see kind of twists like this with Ghost Island as we move forward through the game, uh, I'm kind of stoked about it. I th- I'm hoping that it really kind of ends up you know, panning out and being something cool. But this was really cool. It gave the guy the choice. He snuck out. We, we got to go to Ghost Island in the middle of the night. Uh, we got to see Chris make some decisions. And uh, the one big one that he made was to try to increase his, his idol's power. And in doing so, he ended up losing his vote and kind of screwing up his game. Because if, if you think about it, if he would have just gotten the idol... And it was only good for the next tribal. Uh, if had he just taken that and been okay with it, uh, he may very well still be in the game. Because, you know, if you can only play the idol for one tribal, you're going to probably play it at that tribal council. You know, it becomes useless. The fact that he had it evolve and it, that it became more powerful uh, and that he could use it at one of the next two tribal councils, that kind of opened up the idea that he didn't want to use it right away. And that ultimately is what cost him. You know, Dominic, uh, I think, was smart in playing the legacy advantage for two reasons. You know, one, the whole idea of this season is reversing the curse. Clearly, Chris uh, did not reverse the curse because he didn't play the cursed idol. Here's the legacy advantage, though, which is also the cursed, you know, a cursed artifact in the game. It, it was the very first cursed Ghost Island relic that kind of was introduced this season. Uh, you know, Dominic, the, he could use it, yeah, he could use it at 13 or 6, but why hold on to it at 6? He uses it right when he first can, he gets rid of it, he makes sure that that thing is not going to curse him and doom him the way that it has doomed other players in the past. And uh, even though nobody voted for Dom, I like that he played it. It also kind of protected him, not only for this important tribal, uh, but it also, you know, uh, it, it protected his hidden idol. Uh, you know, people think that he has that fake one around his neck, which it is, but he also has a real one, which he hasn't told many people about, and so he was able to, you know, keep that a secret by using the legacy advantage and also keeping himself safe this week. So I just thought it was, it was well done. 
you know, kudos to Dominic, who is definitely the most dangerous player to watch, I think. Uh, and with him having an idol, with Wendell having an idol, you know, they have to get through probably three or four more tribals in order to kind of be in the majority majority. You know, his his core alliance of four that we saw with Donathan and Laurel and Wendell. So he's got some work to do still, but with a couple idols in his plant, you know, in his in his hand, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this season shakes out. Chris, on the other hand, is out of the game because he was not able to reverse the curse. He was not able to reverse, uh, you know, and you know, think in terms of the fact that, oh yeah, this is my first tribal council I've been to. I don't really know where my loyalties lie. I mean, he shouldn't. He that's how he should have been thinking. You know, yeah, he's had these personal relationships, but nobody has had a chance to vote him out yet in the game. Uh, so the fact that he didn't play his idol uh, is just tremendous, a tremendous uh, mistake, if you ask me. Just a tremendous mistake. So that being said, uh, I like the whole showdown. The, the Chris-Dom thing that went through this whole season was just really riveting. The other thing that I thought was really cool about this episode is we kind of saw that, you know what? Yeah, the Dom Chris thing has been dominating the headlines, but there's some other things going on here beneath the surface. Uh, we saw the girls kind of get together around the well during this episode. Uh, you know, Angela, Kellen, uh, Chelsea and Desi. And they talked about, you know, what do we want to do? You know, screw the guys. We're going to kind of bend this game in our own direction. So I thought that was really an interesting kind of seed that was planted this week. Um, you know, Kellen still has that uh, double advantage. She also showed that she's going to be a force physically as uh, she won immunity this week. So Kellen, you know, I, and I, I'm not big on spoilers uh, at all. I don't go through, I don't look online and try to figure out spoiling, and, and I don't really, you know, overemphasize the editing all that much. But for those that pay attention Typically, the winner of Survivor, the person who ends up going all the way and winning, they reveal their strategy um, along the way. For good or bad, you kind of get to hear from them uh, as to what they were thinking at different points in the game. If you think about it this season, there are not that many players that we have really a good handle on. How many people out there can tell me, you know, for example, what Sebastian's uh, you know, ultimate plan is in this game? You know, or or Jenna, who's kind of been you know in the background. We got a little scene with her and Libby tonight, which was nice. But you know, what's up with Jenna and her game? And you know, we don't really check in with her. The people that we check in with regularly on the show is Dom, Kellen, and I mean, are there any others? Probably a couple. Like we see a little bit from Wendell. We see a little bit from Donathan. Uh. But I think Kellen and, and Dom and, and okay, Michael. You know, Michael's the other one. We even this episode we kind of check in with him and he talks strategy. You know, we don't get those moments of strategy with Desi or, or you know, these other players, Chelsea. So I, I think that like Michael, Kellen, Dom are really kind of gearing up to be the ones that you know to watch moving forward. Dom, of course, is the one who's out front. You know, usually the people like that don't win the game, but we've we've seen differently too. We you know, he called himself a Tony Vlachos clone uh, at the beginning of the season. And Tony Vlachos was definitely one of those people that was the, the highlight of the entire season. And he made it all the way to the end and won. So there you have it from that. But, you know, j just a really good development. I, I like the, the dynamic. We're now at 12. We have our first jury member, uh, Chris, becoming mayor of Ponderosa. And uh, 
I am, for one, very stoked to see where this goes. Uh, but there, there you have it. That's really, I mean, those are my thoughts on the episode. There's, there's a lot to unpack here, but uh, I just kind of, you know, felt like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just leave you with the rap video. You guys just need to go listen to that and then call it a week. <laughs> it's almost too much to process once, once you take that in. But I hope you stay around because I'm about to get into my exit interview right now. Uh, I'm talking with Chris Noble, uh, the rapper, Chris the rapper, and uh, we're going to talk about everything from his. Uh, time in the game his his battle with dom the idea that you know chris and uh, uh i'm sorry that the idea that uh, that dom and uh, wendell approached him sincerely to try to get him on on their side and he kind of you know turned them down flat to their face uh we're going to talk about all that but anyway here's my exit interview with chris noble and remember uh to read all my written recaps on realityt.com and to follow me at tom santilli Stay tuned after the interview because we're going to also be talking about next week on Survivor and I have some other cool, important news I'm going to share with all of my listeners. So with that, here you go. Here's my interview with Chris. Hey, Tom. Hey, Chris. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, what a what a fun episode to watch. I know it was sad to watch you go, of course, but um, lots of cool things came out of it. Uh, but I, I did want to say I was sorry to see you go. I really enjoyed watching you on the show. Hey, you know, uh, I, I appreciate the love, and, um, you know, I, 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 I like hearing that. I, I wanted to put on a show for people. Um, yeah, I, I, obviously, things have a not in the game, but, man, last night was just a fucking awesome, awesome <laughs> episode. It was great. And, uh, and not just an episode of Survivor, but uh, the, the Ponderosa video, which I'm sure, you know, everybody's talking about today. I'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but there was there was one part of the Ponderosa video that I wanted to ask you about. Um, at one point during it, you said uh, something went wrong and you didn't know what it is. Uh, now that you've had some time away from the game, uh, have you come up with an answer to that question? Um. I mean, I've only really had like a couple hours since I saw that I made that statement because that was obviously in raw yeah. time. Um, I, I honestly now uh, in the last couple hours in watching the season, you know, because it's hard to just base it off the edit on how people really thought of you and stuff like that. Sure. But I mean. I guess it can give you an image because these are all things that, I, for me to be blindsided, a lot of things had to be happen behind my back. Right. So, um, you know, look, uh, the best answer I can give you is this. I, I'm a confident person. I have a big personality. I'm comfortable in my own skin. Um, and there's a lot of people, unfortunately, in this world that don't like that. And uh, I think the sense was, I mean, hell, I've made some really deep connections with a lot of people um, that um, didn't make the cut. And I had confidence in those relationships. And I knew I had to work really hard in my game socially. uh, But either my big personality wore on people uh, I was definitely misunderstood by some who I think their ego, their egos were just fragile and they didn't like someone that was confident. Okay. So I, they did a great job, 
you know, hiding it at times. So I, that's honestly the best answer I can give you. There was just some people that had some, um, is disdain, would disdain be the right word? Sure. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you but call, there's just yeah. some, some people that, that clearly didn't uh, like me who I was as a person uh, as far as the game's concerned. Um, and they all grouped together. I mean, go look at it. Dom, Wendell, Morrill, none of them thought highly of me at all. And, uh, you know, that's what I was going up against the whole time. I didn't say anything arrogant or over the top to them ever. Uh, they just uh, misunderstood me. And, uh, frankly, I think that their, you know, their, their egos were just fragile and uh, my big personality was too much for them. And you do refer to it as a blind side, but obviously, you know, you and you and Dom were, you know, gunning for each other. So I'm I'm sure that it wasn't a blind side that he was gunning for you. Um, who did you feel most betrayed by and most surprised by of all of the people that did um, end up kind of blindsiding you last night? Uh, Sebastian and Donathan. Uh, what what did make uh, the uh, edit was after uh, I had that uh, meeting with. I don't know, 10, 11 of the tribe mates, uh, which was definitely the worst decision I could have made. And I, that, that is the one thing that if I could take back anything, I would. Okay. Uh, that was a dumb decision. But after that, I actually went up to people that I had created bonds with uh, throughout the game individually, and I asked them what their thoughts were, their opinions, uh, if they thought that this was the right thing to do. And for the most part, they all lied to me. And uh, Sebastian and Donathan, uh, you know, considering some of the talks we, we had uh, and the, the unique bonds we had, I thought, uh, I thought uh, that, I, you know, look, I, I get it, it's a game. And the game was uh, bigger than that for them. You, they showed last night that the the scene where Dom and Wendell like sit down with you. They portrayed it like they were trying to sincerely, uh, maybe you know, mend some fences with you, or mend the bridge with you, and maybe possibly work with you. And you weren't having any of it. Um, looking back at that scene, do you do you think that it was portrayed accurately, or and do you also think that? Uh, do you kind of do you have any regrets as to not opening up a little bit to kind of work with them even in the short term? Uh, I I don't doubt that. that I I think that edit was probably uh, right on. Okay. Uh, the thing that people have to the, the thing that people have to understand though, you know, Wendell is the mediator. Like Wendell and I might not have seen eye to eye on some things, but you know, the amount of winning we had together and some other things we had in common. We had a, a, a mutual respect for each other. Uh, and then Dom and I, we had obviously the respect for each other that we both wanted to take each other out. The real kicker was this. Uh, Dom had lied so many times that I could not, uh, I just couldn't trust him. I, at that point in the game, like I elaborated in Tribal, like, you know, people build trust off votes. Right. You know, which I never had a chance. I never had a chance to. I hadn't even been to tribal. That's, I think, one of the main things that could have been my defeat because I hadn't been established on any lines. Sure. Um, I think it would have been 
amazing for the show <laughs> if we ended up doing that. Right. Uh, but, but uh, at that point out in the game, Dom had tarnished so much that even if I really, truly wanted to believe him, I could not go down to the hands of them holding my desk, you know, controlling my destiny because now I'm their shield and I'm just their puppet. Let alone if I accepted an alliance with them and then they just blindsided me. To me, that's way more embarrassing than how I got blindsided last night. So some I look like a fool anyways, but then I would just look like a complete fool if I end up siding with the guy that's had this out for me since day one and uh, then he takes me out, you know? Sure. Now, you know, with, uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago that, you know, that people build their trust kind of through voting at tribal council and, and the fact that you hadn't been to one yet, did that play into your mind at all with, in terms of using your idol? Um, you know, the fact that nobody had really proven through voting that they're, they were loyal to you. Um, and, and, and isn't it, is it kind of ironic that that extra power that you got at ghost Island, um, ended up kind of hurting you in the end because had you only been able to use it at one tribal, you probably would have used it. Yeah, no, it, I mean, what, when you take risks in life, uh, it, there, there's, uh, when you take risks in life, there's always ramifications, sure. uh, to the pros and cons of it. I wanted to ask you then too about the, uh, you know, there's a big, uh, thing this season about curses, was it? Do you believe in that kind of stuff? Do you do you believe that the idol that you and JT both had was cursed, or do you feel like in both cases it might have just been, you know, something else? Well, you tell me. Two <laughs> two survivor players with the same idol both get blindsided. One because he was super confident that no votes were going against him, and one that was super confident that he had built strong enough relationships to last the tribal. So um, confidence hurt both of us. We both similarly went out the same way. And, uh, yeah, I would say that that, that, plays, uh, that plays the part of a curse to Ghost Island. There were some pretty funny, uh, you know, it depends on who you're, I guess, how you take it. But, um, you know, it, it was kind of funny last night, the voting, uh, how Dom, you know, shouted out your name to make it very obvious who he was voting for. And then Wendell kind of gave that whole, you know, speech about, uh, your, you know, your rap career. Um, <laughs> uh, did, did that have any effect on you? Are you going to stop rapping? Or, or what, 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 what's your thoughts on uh, that music video that you put together and your future? I, as I mean, one, one. Well, you know, I never claimed to be a rapper out there on that island. Okay. Uh, I just said I do that stuff on my free time just for, like, you know, fun. And yeah. I did that to make people laugh. And, um, you know, I don't know why he took that so personal. Uh, he clearly, um, he, I don't, you know, I can't speak for him, but he clearly had some sort of anger uh, towards me that I wouldn't be able to explain. Um, so his opinion is not going to stop me from rapping and uh, having personality. Uh, the Ponderosa video was absolutely an incredible <laughs> time filming. Sure. James and, Ro James and Ryan 
deserve a lot of credit. They are the ones who, you know, uh, produced it, cut it, uh, gave in some great, great creative uh, feedback and options. And we just, as a collaboration, we, we put it all together in a short, short period of time. And, um, you know, that, that video is not as great and amusing if it wasn't for them. Well, hey, man, thanks again. Uh, it was really cool talking to you. You've definitely left your mark on the game. And, uh, it, again, it was fun watching you, and best of luck to you moving forward. Hey, thank you very much, man. You uh, Have a good day, and uh, it was a pleasure talking with you. Thanks a lot, Chris. So there you go. There's my interview with Chris. Uh, a little bit of a bummer. You may notice that it was edited. The call that we were on dropped, so I usually get 15 minutes with, with them. I got more like 11 or so with Chris, so that really sucks because I was really looking forward to talking to him about a lot of different stuff. But we hopefully hit on some good topics that you, you, know, that you enjoyed there. Uh, and so there you have it. Next week, we're moving right on along, Episode 9, uh, and we're getting kind of close to uh, being done with this season. I mean, we're getting closer and closer. But uh, it's going to be a good episode no matter what. We still have so many idols in play, so many advantages. There's going to be a lot going on that uh, we're going to want to talk about. So uh, check out the podcast next week as we dig into that and get another exit interview. On the other front, I want to let everybody know of a new thing that I'm involved in. It's called Movie Show Plus. It's a show, a 30-minute movie show that I'm actually producing. Uh, My video production company is producing it, and it's going to be on the air uh, debuting this weekend in the Detroit market. It's on channel uh, WADL in Detroit, which is channel 295 on Xfinity, 1038 on UVerse. But we are also going to be bringing it to you online. So even if you don't live in Detroit, you can check out my new show. It's all about movies, uh, celebrity interviews. Uh, The first first episode, we have interviews with uh, uh, Matt Damon. No, I'm sorry, not Matt Damon. I lied. Not Matt Damon, but Mark Wahlberg. There we go. Mark Wahlberg, Tyler Perry, uh, Taraji P. Henson, uh, Michelle Williams, uh, Christopher Plummer, Ridley Scott. There's movie reviews. There's other fun movie-related stuff. But it's really cool if you're into movies. So check out movieshowplus.com. And also follow me at Tom Santilli on Twitter. Uh, for all of that, all of my movie reviews, and and hopefully you guys can help support Movie Show Plus. We're on Facebook as well. You can like the page and, and get updated whenever there's new videos out there. And there's a YouTube channel, so check that out as well. Guys, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you very much for joining me on the Film Survivor Podcast. We will be back next week, and we will see you then. Go check out that rap video. Bye-bye.